It's Gucci's 100th birthday, and they're just getting started. Written by Clayton Chambers. Happy birthday, Gucci. It's Gucci's 100th birthday. 100. To commemorate it, they threw a runway show in April, online. It's a short film introducing their latest collection to songs like Gucci Gang by Lil Pump and Green Gucci Suit by Rick Ross. Apparently, as of today, there are 22,705 songs out there with the word Gucci. You should check out the runway show online. It's fantastic. A few months later, they teamed up with 100 Thieves on Gucci's 100th birthday, no less. Only one of the hottest lifestyle brands and gaming companies focused on Gen Z. There's also House of Gucci, the star-studded series about to hit streaming services this November, starring Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. Father, son, and House of Gucci, this brand is everywhere. Oh, and Gucci recently told Fast Company that in 2018, 62% of more than $8 billion in sales came from shoppers under the age of 35. 62% for a brand that was founded in 1921. We're not talking about Shine here, which has taken Gen Z by storm on TikTok. That's 62% for a brand founded in 1921. It's incredible. But it hasn't always been this way for Gucci. They used to be just another European fashion house. Now they're at the forefront of luxury fashion, reimagining what it looks like to create luxury that appeals to young folks in 2021. So, then how does a traditional European design house have such a strong pull among the youth? Constant rebirth. The origins of Gucci Ghost. We're going to wind the clock back to explore how they're constantly reinventing themselves. It's Halloween night, 2013. You're in Manhattan, and you drunkenly stumble past a dude with a bedsheet over his head, two holes cut out for the eyes, and double G's painted on the front. As is custom with all New Yorkers, you're phased by nothing, so you forget about it. His name is Gucci Ghost, and he was taken by how much people loved his wearing a bedsheet that night that he made it his M.O., He started collecting antiques, worn-out objects, anything he could get his hands on, and transformed an old Brooklyn space into a creative studio. He'd graffiti shapes and objects onto the furniture. This became his playground, a form of self-expression. Eventually, actual Gucci gets wind of things, and they call up Gucci Ghost to invite him to Rome, saying they want to discuss a design collab with him. The rest is history. And that's the beauty behind Gucci. They take opulence and inject it with a kind of fun, color, disrespect, and cultural relevance that few other houses possess. Gucci is no longer your mom's favorite clutch or your dad's go-to belt buckle. It's the first slippers your kid rocks to school, or fanny pack, or chunky sneaks. In that interview with Fast Company, the brand CEO attributes its success to having a blend of art and science. Everything from investing in quality back-end technology, like e-com and supply chain, to crafting a thoughtful presence on social media, to the new design direction they've implemented. The idea is that when you remove unneeded cognitive load from young shoppers, 
they can have a more seamless shopping experience and connection to the brand. And that may be true, but there's something, or someone rather, stronger at play. If Jesus and Jared Leto made a baby, call him Gucci's Lord and Savior. Let's be real though, if Jesus made a baby with Jared Leto, that someone would be Alessandro Michelle, its creative director. Alessandro is a kind of savior for the brand. In many ways, he's responsible for Gucci's emergence into the modern spotlight. Here's why. A creative playground. Michelle was appointed by Gucci as the interim CD in 2015. Since then, he's reinvented Gucci's place and culture many times over. In an interview with WWD, he said, Fashion is not finished and will never finish. Fashion is a representation of life and can self-manage. Michelle is communicating one thing. Gucci is his creative playground. It's a space where he pushes boundaries with every decision. His decisions carry a combination of two things. First, a love for artistry, and second, a blatant disrespect towards the rules and the authority that guides old fashion. And his collaborations reflect that. Since he's taken the creative reins, Gucci has teamed up with everyone from Coco Capitan and Major League Baseball to Dapper Dan, Gucci Ghost, and Disney. What? Disney? Yeah. Rather than telling you what good design is, part of the shift he emulates as a modern CD is to draw from other creative minds, letting their self-expression guide the brand. My favorite example of this is the work he's done with Gucci Ghost. If anything, Michel simply enabled his creativity to have wider distribution. He gave Gucci Ghost the platform to showcase what was already there, and the work shows. Next, sustainability. Gucci Off The Grid Recently, the company launched an initiative called Gucci Off The Grid, an effort to show how the business and its parent company, Caring, approaches sustainability. Their collections are a culmination of broken-down, recycled materials that are made into products like backpacks, bucket hats, and sneakers. They recently designed a backpack for the 100 Thieves collab, but just because it's made with recycled materials doesn't make it cheap. It still costs 2500 bucks. But their focus on sustainability is important, especially for luxury brands to watch and learn from. It's Gucci's effort to reshape how and where they source materials for products, which currently contains a lot of synthetic fabrics, aiming to reduce their carbon footprint and being more socially responsible. This is a huge issue to younger shoppers. And who did they get to model their debut sustainable collection with Gucci off the grid? Lil Nas X. Is there anyone more representative of Gen Z culture right now than Lil Nas X? Blurring the boundaries between masculine and feminine. Is Gucci masculine or feminine? Who knows? And that's by design. Michelle has been vocal about the nuance behind what makes clothing and people masculine or feminine. He wants Gucci to celebrate the qualities that he believes exist in every human. It's part of the reason he and Harry Styles have creative synergy. In short, <laughs> Harry ain't afraid to wear a dress. 
In all seriousness, where there were once defined rules around what men and women should wear, Harry is dissolving that norm. And lastly, we're not getting any younger. Except Gucci. Michelle has taken the rules of luxury fashion and drawn all over them, sometimes literally. He brings innovation to fashion's old guard, doing what most wouldn't dare to try and do. This is what proper creative direction looks like. He invites others into the bigger picture. He lets them have a say. And for young consumers, buying Gucci isn't all about exclusivity. It's about self-expression too. All of this keeps pointing back to one thing, and it's Gucci's superpower. They're successful because they're constantly reinventing themselves. And that's a good thing.